When the art day gets rough, you just gotta keep on punching. And here's your Thunder Punch Daily with Jersey Droz. So here we are at the end of the 2020 Art Sound Off series for Thunder Punch Daily, my teaching arts um, essays. And in the spirit of the, the, the theme for this year, uh, I thought I would model a classroom activity where at the end of the class, or as the class draws to a close, you round back on what you explored together. You reflect on what you all thought about together. Um, and I hope, I, I really hope that if you are somebody who's kind of on the fence about like, well, maybe I might do some workshops or pursue teaching arts a little bit, I hope I've gotten you more excited about it. And if you have been working as a teaching artist, I hope I've given you some useful perspective and uh, approaches that, you know, just good food for thought. You're probably doing great. You probably don't need me coaching you, but it's always great to hear somebody else's experience and perspective to help you, you know, get, I don't know. I, I love talking with other teaching artists to get, you know, something from their approach that I maybe didn't see. You know, we all have our blind spots. So reflection activity. What, what were we thinking about this past month? Well, in the spirit of keeping you motivated about this thing, um, let's point to some of the benefits that we've explored. Like one, well, side hustle money, right? It's, it seems to me that post-2020, um, uncertainty is only going to remain, if not increase, in terms of you know, jobs, economy, um, working as a freelancer. So any extra um, useful and meaningful additions to your portfolio of careers is only going to be more of a good idea going forward. So, you know, we, we could never count on one revenue stream as a freelance or independent contractor or sole proprietor as an artist. So we always have to have some kind of side hustle, and this is a pretty meaningful side hustle that you can have. So there's that. You can make extra money doing it. Um, and the more experience you get, the more um, tools you get in your kit for teaching, um, you know, the, the easier it becomes, relatively, relatively speaking. And, you know, as you go, the more money you can make. So that's all good stuff. You also, your art can be benefited from being a teaching artist in the form of seeing your work through the eyes of a beginner. Um, something I've said before that I think is... It, it seems very obvious and almost trite, but the, whenever I think about it, I'm like, yeah, that's something that I always lose touch with is this idea that you only get to do something for the first time once. And if you've been doing this for many years, you can lose touch with that sort of, um, that, that beginner's mind that doesn't have any assumptions. And watching students engage with the work and find their own path can unlock unseen paths, paths that are unseen by you that can help you improve your work. And I shared some of those stories in this series of how my work, my workflow has been substantially changed through contact with my students. And then even when the students, like years later, so there are, are former students who are now adults who I remain in contact with and we occasionally share tips and tricks and they ha continue to teach me things as they explore their path and unlock their own secrets. 
So it's kind of like outsourcing your brain in a way. I mean, this is what community is, right? It's like, it's like us all working together and sharing with one another. Um, and so you can form relationships with these people who then reciprocate the teaching, which helps you level up. A, a perfect example is um, my former student, now professional colorist and illustrator Aaron Polk, showed up to teach me this flatting technique that he found out in Clip Studio Paint, which dramatically speeded up my, my flatting. And it all boils down to, I, I shared this in a recent YouTube video when I was working with Greg Schiegel, um, using a reference layer and, you know, um, inking with vector lines, having the, the paint bucket fill to the vector line. There's going to be gaps in there, though. Well, there's also a tool in Clip Studio Paint that will expand fills so that you can fill up all of the transparent pixels. And when he showed me that, I, I made a noise. Um, so anyway, there's that to look forward to as well, is, you know, you make more money, your work improves. Now, that's very much about you. Um, I got one that's about all of us, but it's also about you. It's my experience that showing up for a job where the explicit intent and the activity itself is primarily around service, helping somebody else do something, right? So providing that you're not walking into the classroom with a mercenary eye and you're in it only for the money and you just wanna command people to do things. If that's your motivation, I can't help you. Uh, but if your motivation is, is like, well, yeah, I'd like a little, you know, extra money on the side and I, I like helping people. I like sharing my love of this thing that I do. Um, my experience is that 13 years of doing that has only shortened the road between when I feel angry and when I feel empathy. I feel angry like everybody else does. Uh, and I feel malice like everybody else does when I encounter things that confuse me or, or I, I feel threatened by or angry by. But the, the, the distance between that feeling and me wondering, I wonder where they're coming from on that. When they made me so angry, there's got to be a reason that they're... What is it about them that I'm not seeing right now? That's got to be it. It's got to be a misunderstanding. Let me, let me investigate this, right? Uh, that practice of doing that continuously in my classrooms when a student is being disruptive or is exhibiting some kind of confusing behavior because I have practiced not just outright shunning them, punishing them, go wait in the hallway, you know. You're wrecking it for everybody else. Uh, my attitude is instead like, well, how can I use this energy? How can I, how can I direct them back to the learning that we're all trying to do here in a way that, it, that coexists with everybody and doesn't dishonor them as a person, right? And that requires a kind of like a thoughtful on-the-spot investigation. And again, I've said this multiple times in the series, we only get to see the students for a tiny, tiny, the most infinitesimal fraction of their lives. So we can only know so much. So we have to do a lot of inferring, a lot of uh, guessing. And doing that over and over and over has made it easier to stay in touch with a sense of compassion and empathy. And goodness, I just think that that is kind of a crucial, like we, we have a real deficit of that right now. Um, feeling, uh, accessing empathy and compassion more readily seems like something that would benefit you and would benefit everybody. I don't, I hope that's not too woo woo. I think it's it's very practical. I think there's a real practicality to that. Um, 
it makes you a better teacher. It makes you a better artist. Uh, and it makes it easier for you to do all that networking stuff that we got to do in order to pursue a career. And also, I mean, it's just, it's just a more comfortable place to be. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but I, I don't get a kick out of feeling angry. It doesn't make me feel good. It, it usually doesn't feel all that great. Not saying that I avoid the emotion altogether, but you know, when I'm encountering it, it's usually, it's not like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Uh, it's a very frustrating emotion. And it's an unavoidable one. But, you know, when, anyway, I said my piece on that. So there's that. Um, and I think that for now, that, that'll be a, as good of a summary of how I feel about this, this, um, this job as a whole. And uh, if anybody decides to, you know, act on it, go out and try to do some, some teaching, lead some workshops, um, I would love to hear from you. Be glad to, um, you know, cheer you on or offer whatever perspective I can on it. Um, but it could just be like, hey, look, look, share the results of what I did. Here's some evidence of, of the, the work that I'm doing with, with beginners. Um, anyway, good luck. And, um, you know, hats off to you if you decide to take this on. Um, and I don't know when I'll be back with any more Thunder Punch dailies. Who knows? Um, just like every year, I'll point you at my Patreon, patreon.com slash jersey, where I post the occasional microcast along these lines. Not necessarily about teaching arts. It's about a variety of topics. I do all sorts of different journaling there. But that, that uh, microcast is called Fabulous Secrets because it's behind a paywall. So... Thanks again, everybody, for listening, and I'll see you next time. Until then, remember, everybody. In today's story, Skeletor was looking for a shortcut, a quick way to riches and power. You may know some people like that, always looking for the quick way to get ahead of everybody else. Well, it doesn't work that way. The people who succeed are the ones who work for what they want. So don't be fooled by those who say they have a sure thing. There's always a catch to it. Don't sell yourself short. The right way is the best way. Until later.